It's chin wag. It's chin wag time. I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say it's time for chin wag. It's chin wag time. It's chin wag. It's chin wag time. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. Episode five. Can you believe it? Episode five. I'm going to take my glasses off. This is five weeks we've been running for. Five weeks. It's been brilliant so far. A massive thank you to each and every one of you that's been following us so far. Thank you. We've got over 270 likes on the page. Brilliant. We cannot ask for any more than what you guys are doing. You're liking, you're sharing. But let's do a little bit more, shall we? I think so. Ah, a little bit more. A little bit nice. more. Thank you. Go, go on iTunes. Subscribe. Go on to YouTube. Subscribe. There's going to be more content coming on YouTube in a couple of weeks' time. We're going to yes. really get that channel up on fire. Let's do it. Fire. Yeah, che- throw us a, day, um, a cheeky review on yeah. iTunes as well, because that'll help us massively. Massively, yeah. That means to Apple, we're like the shiv's knit. Yeah. So if you can uh, pop a cheeky little review on there, that'd be great. Thanks for that, guys. Definitely. And uh, yeah, share, spread the love. And uh, hopefully we can um, just kind of flood maybe 12 people's, <laughs> 12 more likes in about a year. I'll be happy with that. Do you that. know what? I don't mind. I don't mind that. As long more. as people are enjoying what we're doing, that's what matters, eh? Exactly. And, and I hope uh, we're helping you guys like it as well. So thanks very much for, definitely. for all your support already. That's brilliant. Yeah. And we're going to start off with the drinks of the week, get them out so we can drink them all the way through the... Beverages uh, of the day. Ooh, of the day. Um, let's start with this... Little member. Mm. Um, what the frig is that? Yeah, I know. Doesn't sound great. It's called Ascania Dark Malt Beverage. And then at the bottom, non-alcoholic. Let's have a little uh, two of that. It's very dark, isn't it? Is that it... is dark. And I've also got Frugo, which is follow your colour. Ultra green. I've got a green bottle here with a nice little tin cap to screw it. Um, we did open it before. Um, I think Rachel had a bit of a gulp from this. Just that, yeah, she was desperate. She needed. She, she was dabble. gasping. So this, this looks like an all green drink with a uh, chameleon on the front. Oh, um, it's very green, wanna, isn't it? You want to have a little gander with that? Those on the podcast, it is purely a green bottle of greenness. Ness. <laughs> What's the flavours in that? Anything uh, in Flavours. Where are the flavours? Yeah, down here in the middle. Here, oh, there you go, mate. So we've got a. We've got juice from concentrate fruit, blah, um, blah, 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 We've got apple, 14%, lemon, 5%, passion fruit, 1.3%, to be precise. Kiwi, <laughs> 1.6%, and lulo fruit puree. Lulo fruit. What's a lulo fruit? Everybody knows, let us know. Do you know what a lulo fruit is, guys? I've never heard of that. If you do, let us know for next week. And this is just what it is. It's just dark malt. Mate, I'm going to be honest with you. It's just dark malt beverage? Yeah. Well, let's crack them open anyway. Oops. Are we... uh, Cheers Cheers to the fifth episode, everybody. Oh, get a smell of that. What does that smell like? That smells like... I'm going to go with mine. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) It smells like... Slight aroma of... It smells like Horlicks, this one. The Lulo fruit... Oh, you can smell the fruit that I'm you don't even so, know what, ex- what, it, what it is, yeah? I'm guessing so, mate, because I've no idea what that smell is. <laughs> Have a little gander with your nostrils. Yeah, I don't Lula, know what it is. Cheers, mate. Have, Have, a, a, Have a little gulp. Little... Yeah, you have a little dabble of that. I'll try this malt. Oh! Oh, wow. <laughs> this is sweet. It's like drinking Horlicks, but very cold. This maltness. 
And if you put maybe like 15 wow. sugars in it. So frugal is very Ooh. zesty. Let's put that down there. Do you want this to kind of, um, this reminds me of, oh my goodness, it's, uh, it, it kind of is blended grass with a couple of... <laughs> blended grass? Blended grass, yeah. I don't really know what that tastes like. Oh, he's right. It's like when you, um, if you play a sport on a field, fall on the field, face full of grass. Oh, dear. You know, you spit in the grass out your mouth, because, you know, you've just got a mouthful That's after being awesome. planted by some, um... Horrible person, and that's what it tastes like. Oh, this is yeah. <laughs> Let's put them down here. Anyway. Oh, that's dreadful. Do you know what that reminds me of? When we were, I think we were around about 20, 21, probably not even that. I think it was at college. Oh, it's before that then. It was probably about 17, 18. Okay. That's a while we ago. were at one of a, a mate's birthday party, and there was a hayfield opposite. So he was like, oh, do you know what? We're going to go and run in it like absolute 12 year olds. That was and, um, at Ross's 18th. Ross's 18th party. Yeah. It was, yeah. Near the Vimto factory. Near the Vimto factory, yeah. Oh, yeah, that big cornfield, yeah, Golden, yeah. yeah. So we well, ran through well. it, and uh, just for a little bit of a wonder, and um, I literally came out with... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hay yes. fever. Never suffered with hay fever in my life. Not as a youngster, rolling through fields all my life. Um, sounds like I'm... Don't know what that sounds like, <laughs> but so basically, you're saying that's the taste of that, hay fever. That literally, as you know, when you kind of get smells and taste, and you immediately teleport back to that moment of when you first or yeah had that experience. Yeah. That is, it's, it's terrible. He's still drinking it though, with how terrible it is. Well, we're going to put this down, and we're going to jump all the way through the podcast. We're going on to the topic, and the topic is relationships Ooh. this week. Everyone, give me a. Ugh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, mate, so what we're going to do, we're going to talk about uh, some of the things that have happened in our lives and maybe are happening still. Yeah. And I'm going to start off with a light-hearted question uh, that we've just composed earlier on. Um, You've got some questions for me, Matt? got some... Ooh, yeah, just eight questions. So can you, can okay. you manage that yet? Yeah, they can manage that. Okay. Uh, your first kiss and how old you were. Just tell the story in brief. Huh. Can you remember? I can remember. I'm going back a while. Vividly. Um... Right, so um, those of you that know, um, those that you don't, I'm originally from Surrey. So I used to talk like this. I was about, you know, <laughs> this big. Still am. I'm only, I'm only this big now. Yes. So this big. And um, there was a school that was literally around the corner from where um, we lived at the time. I must have been five, six. Five, five six. Some memory well, there, I'm just my going, friend. Yeah, I'm just going off... Um, because it was like preschool before primary school. It was like a nursery. Like a reception type Kind of reception yeah. thing, yeah. Um, I'm not really sure what it was. And <laughs> I remember... I remember going to um, to school that day and a, a young little girl dragged me into the toilets. And you know the kids' toilets are like this big. And I, I was literally down here anyway, so... Yeah. You know the you know the ones you can look over the, the mini teachers. cubicles. Yeah, the mini cubicles. So the teachers can look over. Yeah, they shouldn't uh, be looking they over. They shouldn't be looking right, over. Just yeah, check on. They did. I remember this. I remember when that happened. Well, wait, I was the size of a squirrel, so I could literally, <laughs> I could be flushed down the toilet, and you know they need to be coming checking on me when I'm screaming. Oh, because the toilet paper literally mummifies me. So um, oh, the anyway, paper toilet she or... yeah, sandpaper. She dragged me into the toilet and just slapped her little. Uh, Lips on me. And she was what, five six? Five six. And she's yeah. a right diva now. A right diva. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was my first You see that that's good because like I didn't know that about you, which is mad. And it's quite similar to some to mine. 
I was a little bit older than you, so you uh, you started earlier than me. <laughs> I was seven, and I moved from Liverpool to Cambridge. Liverpool. So I found that quite tough. They, of course, yeah. They didn't get my My accent was so broad, Scouse, when I was younger. And, give, you us, know, give us a... <laughs> one I, I, I was more like, All right, there, lads, how's it fucking going? That sounds like my mum now, actually, that. <laughs> so I was, sque- you know, nice and squeaky as a kid and all that. And they're down there, they're like, hey, excuse me, what, what are you saying? Well, Jeeves, come here. What does this moron say? We're, we're, like we're really. going to go pumping on the river. <laughs> yeah, so I found it quite tough to make friends when I was down there. And I was... Up, up. We're... Uh, oh, just dropped the camera and it's, you guys, it's OK. You guys <laughs> so, yeah, for all you on the podcast who just dropped the camera, you know. So I found it very difficult um, to communicate with people as well. With and I, I was... Yeah, I was seven-year-old and I remember going to the toilet Asking a teacher, right, I need to go to the loo. Yep, go, go, go. And I went for a drink at the uh, drinks fountain. You remember the little drinks fountains at school? And you little pull a little trigger right. down, a little spritzy of water comes out. Little sprites. Yep. So as I'm... Um, better than this... F- well, better yeah, better, yeah, better than this. So as I was divulging in the water, um, there was a girl who just started the school, uh, probably the same time as me, and she uh, tapped me on the shoulder, pulled me around, and just slapped it on me. Just a kiss, nice little... I was like... <laughs> I was like, because when you're that age and stuff, you you, you know you're looking at girls, and I was only a, a short ass as well. So I was looking up to this girl, long brown How hair. How tall me? How tall are you? Probably about two foot three. Oh, now he's now he's three foot seven. Yeah, I'm big boy right. now, big boy. Don't worry, I'm two foot eight. So yeah, I was like, oh wow, this is great. So I mm. walked into the classroom and I was gleaming. I was like, what is this? Teachers going, where, where have you been? Where have you been so long? And I was like, um, oh. I thought I can't tell her I've just been kissing somebody. So I just said, oh, I'm just, I was just washing my hands. And she was like, what, for so long? And I got punished for it. But I didn't care because I was so besotted with this girl. So that was great. Brilliant. So that, that was that. That's our first kiss, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Memories. Memories. Uh, yeah. Going on to another first and your first love. When was it and how long did the relationship last? Oh. First love. First love. Okay, so to anyone, you know, it, it probably wasn't my first love, but at the time it feels like... Your first love, mm-hmm. you know, completely your heart's pounding for this person. And um, I was probably about 11. Um, okay. I was at my first high school called Tomlinscote, South again. Um, I was probably there eight months and that's when that's how long the relationship was for. It's a long and, time uh, for that age, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, big time. So yeah. uh, that, that first year, that year seven, year seven, right? First, first year at high school? First year, yeah, yeah. year seven. Year seven, and then after the eight months, my mum and dad unfortunately split, and um, me and my brother and my mum head north, which Ooh. is where we're, where we're, where we are now. And um, <laughs> yeah, so I remember back to back to the kissing. I remember we were at the school disco, um, and uh, it's probably around about Christmas time, and she dragged me outside again. A lot of dragging going on. Oh, these girls! These girls, they awful. know what they want. They, you know, stop dragging these men. Anyway, well, they know what they want. Dragged me outside and then we kissed, and then her tongue trying to enter my uh, your mouth, my mouth. Wow. Um, sorry to get graphic, but that's what happened. <laughs> but I refused to open my mouth. I, my my lips were like cement. I was like, lick nope, my teeth. I am not. <laughs> no, it's just my lips. Like, oh, completely shut. So I was like, no Vice way. Lips. You are not snogging me. I'm not snogging. Mm. I don't know how to do it, so I'm not doing it. Fair play. So that was that. That was my first. At the time, I thought it was love. Mm. I would say. 
Okay, yeah. that's good. No, that's good. Eleven. Eleven and all. Is that too young? That's mad. Is it? It's... No, it's not me. Right. It's well, not. what about you, chap? No, mine... Chief? M- mine was coming at the end of... Ugh, mine would have been... Mine was eleven. Is it? It's weird, that, yeah, because wow. mine was coming at the end of living in Cambridge again. And I was... Cambridge bird? Cambridge again, yeah. And she was quite dominant as well. She knew what she wanted. <laughs> And luckily it was me. <laughs> but this sounds really bad, doesn't it? No, 11, you know. Oh. You, we, we were at the stage where we were holding hands. And we would... So I would ask... I would, You know, I'd ask my parents, can I go, you know, to her house and things like that, just mm. to play, as you do, innocently. You know, not that that word can be used innocently in, the, in at our age now. Yeah, but yeah, just have a little play. And we, I remember we used to play family. Because we'd have a couple of friends around that and I'd be the dad, she'd be the mum. And like our other friends would be the kids. It's quite really cheesy, this and everything. And because we were into like just kissing stage, you know, kissing on the lips, just pecs, no snogging, no nothing. We we were that interested in each other. We used to say like, "Oh, go on, kids, go and play, go and play while we'll, while 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 mum and dad do the housework or something." And we'd just be kissing in the bushes. That's all we would be doing. And I remember having to leave Cambridge to come back up north. And obviously, I was more comfortable up north, but I was so gutted that I had to go. I bet. And I do believe it was love because I felt a, a deep feeling inside of regret and uh, and a sadness. You know what I mean? So we didn't even we we couldn't keep in contact. There's no Facebook or anything then. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. There's, yeah, there's phones, but we didn't even have time to you know hand, hand phone numbers over. It was literally gone. So I don't know how she'd have felt because she didn't even get to say goodbye. That was quite sad, really. So yeah, I was eleven, and that lasted for probably about. About six months. Okay. And, you know, yeah. six months is a long time. Well, same as me. The reason why we kind of split is because I, lit- I literally went north. Yeah. So, exactly the same reason. Yeah. Yeah, and it tears you apart. Like, Moving's tough, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, big time. Right. Let's, right. let's push out another one. Cheers for that question. Okay, now we're going on to a little bit more of an experienced uh, sort of question. So, it's, what have you learned from your first relationship? So, let's say first serious relationship, you know, like, i.e. college years or whatever. Proper, right. proper relationship. So it says, what have you learned from your first relationship up until now in your current one? And it wow. will be a lot, won't it? So, I mean, how old was you when you had your first serious relationship? Uh, 16. Right, 16. 16 and how yeah. old are you now? 29. Young bastard. 30 next year. Mm. Get ready for the 30th bash, people. You might be invited. Chimwag chaps. Oh, totally. Going wild. But, um, oh, wow, what a question, mate. Um, to be honest, what what have I learned? Well, thirty years of learning, isn't it, through through this? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, um, I'd say at sixteen, you're completely head over heels, completely head over heels. You live, breathe, sleep, want to see that person Full every throttle. single second of the day. Full and the moment you kind of have that brief separation, it's like someone's pulling on your heartstrings. It's like what, what's what's happened? Yeah. Literally, the, you know, the person I've completely fallen in love for um, is no longer around me. So yep. what, what do I do? So it's kind of... Uh, maturity obviously creeps in. When the the longer you go through uh, that particular relationship or maybe future ones. But um, what have I learned from that till now? Mm. I'd say probably uh, to be... to be myself. Um, now I've got an absolutely phenomenal lady in my life almost three years coming up in December Laura Percy whoop whoop she is from America 
um, New York, originally from Texas. All right. All right. Yeah. So she um, <laughs> she's taught me a lot about myself actually, and I think uh, as you grow, as you get older, you you know you, you go to college, you go to university, you slowly kind of adapt to the challenges in life with you know your courses or your job and um if your relationship's going along with you then great awesome fantastic for that i think that's what i've learned along the way as well is that what is your path what is my individual path and find someone that is supporting you in that Mm, role kind of giving you a little bit of a shift up the backside to Mm -hmm. continue the path that you are going in because inevitably when you obviously start a family and those of you that already got kids, and and you got you got little Isaac already. Um, he's yours. He yeah. is mine secretly. <laughs> those of you that are in on that joke, um, yeah. he is secretly mine. Um, but it's a case of finding someone that is that backbone of when you need, not 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 intentionally needing that person, but when you are at your lowest or you've had an absolute shit day at work. Or, you know, you've had some bad news in the family or regardless of what it is, it's not good news. Literally, that person becomes your backbone and they're there to literally love you unconditionally. Mm. And I think that's what I've learned from literally being very naive to kind of believing everything in that relationship is everything that you're kind of focused on. And that is that is a relationship to now discovering, was it? Yes, you know, yes, you, 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 yeah. you kind of grow as a, you kind of grow as um, a person. You, you move on, you uh, you grow stronger through um, obviously previous relationships that you've had before, mm-hmm. and you think right, okay, what what can I learn from that? It's it's about taking that step out and thinking right, what accepting why it went wrong, accepting you that have to, yeah. you know people part ways, friends part ways all the time as well. So, yeah. and you know this can be about friendship as well, guys. Like. If you lose touch with someone because of a certain reason, you know, we could, we're obviously, in, in, and we're going to be down straight away and, you know, upset, but that's what's great about, like, the human race. We quickly kind of adapt, unfortunately, to um, new situations, new scenarios, and it's a case of moving on and moving forward and taking that and growing and obviously making the, the next relationships that you grow with your friends, your family, and your loved ones um, a better one. Of course. So yeah, that's what I kind of think that I've learned. Um, no, that's good. It's a, to have it's tough a skin, answer. and to kind of follow your path. Like I said before, follow your path, and not kind of have someone dictate who you are as a person. You know, and you discovering that yourself, and hopefully having someone next to you that also has a path, and help them with with their with their kind of future goals and stuff like that. That's so, right. What about you, chap? What have you learnt from... Uh... Well, my, mine was uh, shortly just after yours. So I'd have been 17, so I'm a year older than this guy. Um, but we sort of got with our first serious relationships around the same time. Yeah, college. And so, we, you know, we, we know where we're coming from in terms like that. But from... So I'm talking it's 13... It's 13 solid years of, of being in, a, in serious relationships. Now, like, from then, I've only had... Probably a, a gap of let's say three months out of that thirteen years, maybe maybe a little bit more, maybe four or five, of not being with anyone. Mm. So I've been with somebody um, for that amount of time. This is a long time, 
Um, and my current relationship is unmarried, and I've been married for four years. I've been with Rachel for, it's going on 10 years in November. So it's a long time. Yeah. But yeah, it feels like feels like nothing. <clears throat> but what I've learned is when I first went into a, like, a serious relationship, and you think, oh, it's all new, it's all fresh, this is cool, it's cool to have a girlfriend, it's fun, they're exciting, you want to... You want to learn about sexuality more. You want to you you want to get down and dirty. You know what I mean. You do because it's instinct, doesn't it? You want to get him in. You want to just you know give him a little slap and tickle and just have a little bit of fun. But you're learning that as well. So um, what I'd say I've learned from I was naive as well. I just want all I wanted, all I thought you had to do when you when I was younger was. You have to treat that girl like a princess, which I think you do anyway, even now. But it's how you go about it. So what I would have done is I would have gone, I'll buy you this, I'll buy you that. I'll, buy, I'll make sure I'll get the biggest card on Valentine's Day that I can get with the biggest teddy and the biggest <laughs> box of chocolates or whatever. Um, and I thought that that was the way to impress them. You know mm. what I mean? And, and I'd open up, I'd be soft and sensitive and, and things... And I realised that that wasn't the best path to be, being too soft, you know, and too soppy and just getting pushed over, really, because that's what I that had happened to me. So as as you build it, as you come further into the relate, like new relationships, you think, right, I'm going to be a bit tougher. You know, Absolutely. I'm going to be a bit tough. I'm going to have a bit more self-esteem as well. I'm going to have a little bit more self-respect and I'm going to, you know, focus more on, 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 on me as well. Because I used to just give them everything and that's not necessarily what they want because there's no there's no there's no bite to it getting something constantly you get bored of it don't you so if I'm giving and giving and giving and giving giving, oh don't get me wrong I'm getting back as well yeah but they're not it it, she like she wasn't appreciating that much because it was guaranteed so there was no you know no spark no spice you know you you've got that expectation of like well you know Andy's giving me this this year or this month or whatever it's going to be you, better you have that expectation yeah, yeah. so it's already set yeah to go higher and higher and higher absolutely and then you get taken for granted and things happen and blah 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 so as you as I come a little bit older and a little bit a bit more wiser you have to just for me I had to just go with what I wanted in a relationship which was is companionship it's trust uh, there's not had to come by obviously trust uh, the, the loyalty the love and what I did is I just listened more. I did a lot more, listen a lot more caring, and I, you know, I, I, I relax, relax more. And to me, that's how I think that's how you've got to be. You just got to be laid back with things and just enjoy the moments you have. But being able to enjoy the time apart as well, because at first, like with Rachel, we were living away from each other, and we had to, you know. I was at my mum's, she was at her mum's, and everything like that. And all we wanted to do was be together. But we, because you know, we we'd been in previous relationships before. We knew we had to respect what it was. Yeah. Absolutely. And now, you know, now that I'm married and everything, we are like, you know, we're one, we're one unit. We can spend weeks and weeks together, and it's we don't get sick of each other and stuff. So, for what I've learned is to just listen, love. I mean, just just be there for the person in the tough times, in the times when they are bawling at you, even though it's not your fault. And they're saying, I've had, you know, if you go, oh, all right, sweetheart, have you had a crap day? Oh, of course I've had a crap day. And you're thinking, you know what? Like, if I, that was me younger, I'd have been like, you know what? Fuck off. And that's not the way to be. Yeah, yeah. You know, just be a bit more, just be a bit more focused and just say, like, all right, 
Realise that understanding. It's not you. You're not the problem. They're just, you know, they're venting at you just because you're, they're the per- you're the person they can do. If you can yeah. respect that and um, without, you know, making the per- person feel worse, then I think that's that's a good thing. You as a unit, are the, you, you're literally the closest people. Um, they, they are literally, like I said before, the backbone. Yeah. So you vent to that person. You unload what you need to onto them because... You trust them. You completely open up. And I think, again, trust is a massive thing. You have thing. to trust. You, you have, have to you trust have to. If you don't, you will struggle with everything. Be yeah. open as you can. Talk to each other. That's that, that's the best thing as well, talking to each other. That's what I've learned a lot more. I, being a man, um, you can be quite stubborn as a man, I feel. Yeah. And you can bottle in your emotions. Whether you're ang- I mean, anger comes out a lot more in men, I've noticed. Um, but, but more affection and uh, more softer side. People try and bottle it up and... And, and then it explodes in the wrong way. Talk. Yeah. That's what, what, what I've learned as well. What me, me, Andy and Stephen touched upon, it's okay to talk. This symbol of spreading awareness of guys need to speak and talk more. And I think that's down to, not with each other, like me and Andy communicate quite regularly, but it's a case of breaking down that macho image of... Oh, feelings completely locked away. In I'm a, a tough man. I can handle this. Yeah. No one's cracking through this. It's about opening that door and actually showing the person that you love and the family members that you care about that you can communicate about your feelings, that you can communicate and listen to other people. If your wife, your girlfriend, your husband, whatever it is, talks to you, that you can sit there and communicate, listen to them, and vice versa. It's about that trust yeah. and that understanding of each other to be there through the thickest of times, through the toughest times. And yeah, that's one thing I've definitely learned as well. Communication is massive. It's key. It is key. You have to communicate with each other. You know, there's no good being like, well, you should read my mind. Well, no, actually, I'm sorry. We can't read your mind. And it's the same. Like, we men can say that about women. Women absolutely 100% can say that about men as well. You can't expect yeah. them to read your mind and you say you should be you, you should you should know me by now well do you know what if you've never spoken in the first place how are you ever going to get to that point of yeah. knowing each other through and through yeah. to understand their personality and to understand their issues and understand their troubles to be like do you know what I, I know there's something wrong please talk about it and communicate because just get it out get it off your chest you can't, get over, you can't get over an obstacle if you don't know what the obstacle is, do you? Absolutely. With the other person. If they're down, if they're, you know, mm. they're upset. Let's say they're upset and it's even upset with you. And then, you know, if they are too uncomfortable to talk to you, then that is an issue as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? But so, sometimes you, the partner, you, you yourself, you don't know what's wrong. I mean, you should know what's wrong in loads of scenarios, but the talking is a key. You know what I mean? The, the trust, communication, love... They're, they're key, they're everything. And you know what? I'm fun as well. That's what I've learned, uh, uh, again, is have more fun. No matter what fun it can be, you can, you can, you know, you can go dancing together, you can, you can share this, the, the, you know, a, a, a TV series, you know, you can, you know, little things like, oh yeah, what's on tonight? Oh, Game of Thrones is on tonight. Yeah, brilliant, we watched that together. Yeah. Little, little things like that. Make sure you're doing things together and it's fun. You know, everybody loves their own space. I have my own space at times. I like, you know, playing on the PlayStation or whatever, watching football. Um, but I try and incorporate 
uh, Rachel in that as well. Yeah. So, you know, I'll say, right, okay, let's get this game together. You know, so it's showing to your partner as well, it's saying, I want you in my time as well, in my, you know, my, I want you involved in, you know, all the things that I like so we can share it together. Because you don't want to put, the last thing you want to do is push people away. You know, yeah. I mean, just, and then you learn more from them as well. I think it's a case of um, showing the other person new ventures, new things that you're interested in. Yeah. If there's something that I wanted to do, um, for example, you know, go on a road trip. I've always wanted to do it. Take her with you. Take him with you. Mm-hmm. You know, introduce new things, badminton, sport, you know, anything you want to do, hiking, any activities that you've always wanted to do as a person individually, introduce them to it. Because you never know, you two could all of a sudden gain this new hobby together. Yeah, yeah. and a passion. Exactly, yeah. yeah so, for, for a badminton, it's so yeah. you, you take, you know, you, you can play it, you're all right at it. Um, you, you, your partner has never played it. And you're like, come on, let's have a go. Mm-hmm. You know, and if he or she li- starts liking it, then there's another thing you've got to do together. You're bonding. More things to look forward to. You're working and, things out together as well. Yeah. Like Laura's introduced me to musicals. She took me to um, a musical in New York and I was like, mm, I'm not really a musical guy. Mm-hmm. So apparently that's what I thought. I, I wasn't a musical guy. What? Loved it. Two hours later? Two and a half hours <laughs> later? What did, I, what did I do? Bawling my eyes out, crying, yeah. loving every single moment. And I thank Laura for that because she's introduced me to something. And it's about being open to, yeah. and not having that shield up against. Like, I, nay, I can't. I, <laughs> yeah, I no, don't. I, I don't want to do that. Well, how do you know until you try? Just try, yeah. And you do you respect your partner more. Like if Andy said to me, "Oh, Andy, I want to try this. I want to try this new game out," and I'm like, "That's not really something I'm into," but I can see the enthusiasm in his face. That would encourage me to do it. And the same with the same with Laura or anybody else would be like. Andy, let's try this this weekend. You know what? All right, I'll try it. Yeah. What have you got to lose? What have you got to lose? You're only going to build better relationships. Exactly. You're only going to be introduced to a new thing that you actually might absolutely adore and love. And, you know, you explore new ventures together. Yeah. So what, what more What more could you do to kind of build a relationship? Yeah. See, right. I think we have learned a lot and we're still learning because, you know, we're still young. Of course we are. And, you know, we're... Even in the same relation, you know, when you're in the same relationship, you don't need a new relationship to learn something. You can learn from the current relationship. Of course you can. Yeah, and you'll all relate to it because, you know, you're all learning now. Even if you mm. think you're not, every experience you go through is a learning c- curve, isn't it? Um, so I'll go on to another question. Um, oh, because, we, you know, we could talk about this forever. Yeah, we could, yeah. We could. So um, let's have a look. We've covered a few, a few more here. There, uh, we just covered that so... Let me find... No, we've covered all of these. That's brilliant. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, what you know, what what does love mean to you? But we've, I'd say we've, we could have covered that. Or do yeah. You, do, you, do you want to answer that We can that expand separately? on it. All right, so okay. if I said to you, right, what does love mean to you, relationship-wise? Relationship-wise, yeah, yeah. Um, love means to me that feeling that you can't describe. Like, love you, how, how do you describe it? How do you describe it? How do you kind of pinpoint that there's so many words that could fit into one? Yeah, you feel it. If I was, just, if I said to you, then all right, I said right, okay. In three words, how do you describe love? You know, what words would you use to describe love? Three words. Three words. Yeah. Trust is massive. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd have to say communication again, because without communication, how how are you going to grow? How are you going to understand a person? How are you going to 
how are you going to grow together? Mm-hmm. How are you going to develop such a relationship that is tough, that is a unit? How are you going to do that? So this is part of the learning. This is what you've learned, isn't it? Absolutely, so, you have, so in your learning curve, like you've said, because yeah, you've said previous then, relationships, I, it, I wasn't yeah. communicating enough. So you, you're learning how to love, yeah, and and well, how, not not necessarily how to love more, because it's not like you're not loving your past mm. relationships any less. You're just learning, aren't you, to love, to expand on it. Um, I think another one as well is accepting who you are and who they are as a person, and to relish on. On their goals and mm. their commitments to give them a boost. So I would say, definitely, love to me is about that support. That yeah, support's a good word for it. Yeah, yeah. definitely support. Well, you are. You're, you, you know, you need to be that part. Your partner's personal trainer and such, and your yeah. life, life skills trainer, everything yeah. like that. You, you're the one who you can, you know, you can be that person's everything. Or you can you can eat just as easily destroy that person as well. Yeah. Depends how you go with it. You know if you you know you truly love <clears> someone, you don't want to destroy them, do you? Yeah. But you but you know that can happen. Um, going on to relationship thing again is, uh, you know when you get into a new relationship and you 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 have to adapt because these people are everyone's different. So the question here is how much change is too much change. Oh. From relationship to, let's say, new relationship. Well, we've both been here, haven't we? Of course we have, yeah. So I, w- I would say that, um, you know, the, the the very early relationships, they can be very, uh, without you even realising, you're completely smitten. Yeah. Completely head over heels. And uh, I think when too much change is when you're, you're not feeling yourself. You feel uncomfortable. You wake up every day trying to impress someone else. Uh, whether that's materialistic-wise, you mm-hmm. know, um, you're loving something about that person that you don't really love. Um, you kind of you're forced to do things that you don't really want to do. Yeah. Um, well, to give us a scenario about something like that. Then, so you've just come out from one relationship, and the other, the the, the newer relationship, the new the, the newer lady in your life is totally different. Right. But you're still you. So what do you do for this, you know, for this girl? Or what do you think, like, you know, that you would have done? So what I noticed was is that my insecurities went way up when um, a new relationship started with Mm -hmm. me. And it was a case of breaking that down and be like, you know what, that is is something that I've obtained from a previous relationship. I cannot be taking that out on someone completely new. And it's not fair on myself. It's not fair on them. That is something that I have to deal with personally. It's nothing to do with them. Um, and even with friendships as well. If, if I've obtained something from one friendship and I apply that to me and you, that isn't fair on me and you. No, We no, can be completely different. There's no point. Having that burden over me and using that against you and using that as fire to be like, well, do you know, why are you not doing this for me? Mm-hmm. Why are not doing that? So that Which, change is too much. Yeah. To, I think that's, to expect that or to even do that yourself. So you're saying, you know, if you were going to just completely be... Let's say you're a compassionate person. You're very... You know, you've been in a relationship. It's all lovey. It's all it's all nice and, you know... Oh, I don't know. I can't explain. I find it difficult. That's, that's um, fine. That's, that's to, to, to somebody <clears throat> like, who's a lot sterner, stronger, more adventurous, more going, do you change completely to adapt to them? Is that too much change? Or do you just sort of embrace it? Because you embrace it and go with it and just see how it feels. Because you could 
literally go from, right, I'm, you know, it's going from pop to heavy metal. Okay. You know what I mean? Just in, and, yeah. and, and then straight in. It could be too much. Mm. It could be too much. I think you need to go on yourself. You need to ask yourself, am I, what, what am I doing? Am I, am I changing too much for this person? Am I hanging around people that I don't want to be around? Yeah. Am I listening to things I don't want to listen to? You know, you need to be asking yourself that question of, hang on, how much have I changed for this person? Am I sacrificing things daily on for this person? Yeah. What am I getting back? Um, are you all of a sudden attending things that you don't want to attend? Yeah. It's, it, like literally your life events, are you doing things you don't want to do? Are you not you? It's like, you know, you could get into a relationship where someone is a drug user. Do you just go, right, bang, I'm going to get on the uh, the old uh, drug yeah. machine? You know, things like that. I, I, it's a big difference. So we're saying that you don't just dive in, there. You? you don't change yourself. Ch- changing yourself completely is too much. Yeah, it is too much. You just gotta, you just gotta <clears throat> adapt, and they've got to do the same to you as well. You know, like we mentioned before about liking things, yeah. sharing new things. Just adapt to it slowly, isn't it? What, what I kind of, what I've, um, one of the things that I've realised is that when you initially meet someone. You probably, I don't know where you've met that person, but you're in a very great environment. You might be at a festival, you might be at a bar, you might be with your friends and you've been introduced to this person. And then all of a sudden, all that seems to fade out once you get together. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, hang on, we were doing that when we first got together. Why have we stopped doing it? We were hanging out with friends, mm. we were going to festivals, we were doing all this stuff. Why have we stopped yeah. You know, what? why Why all of a sudden is it kind of fizzled out? So you either stick with it and be like, well, do you know what? We're, we're still them people. Or was that a ploy to get you in the first place? It's just like, what is too much change? Too much change is being, for me, it's becoming someone you're not too quickly. Yeah. You know, it's, so. it, it's forcing yourself to be someone you're not. That's too much change. When you feel uncomfortable with doing things, but you do it anyway, that's too much. Yeah. Slow, like I said, slowly adapt into it. Try something. You know, I'm not saying try the drugs. That's a, each to their own with that. That's a different but, story. Yeah. You know, like we're going on to the, you know, pop heavy metal. Oh yeah, come to this. You know, I want you to dress in in all this black chain gear, and you're thinking, well, you know, I don't want to do that. That's the, you know, but I'll go to a gig with you. You know, I'll go to a gig with you. Listen, you know. But I don't have to pretend I'm number one fan. Yeah. Just to appease, just to please the your partner, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think the big thing is accepting each other's differences as well. We're different. You've got to do, yeah. Me and Laura are different, and I absolutely I love that. I love the fact that we're different. If, if we're the same, the same you'd probably person, annoy each other. I don't want to date myself. I'm not that attractive. Come on, you know. No, he no, doesn't. I'm joking. No. no. All right. So we are running on to 39 minutes. This is long. Yeah, it's great. It's uh, long podcast. Gonna go, we're going to go finish, right, finish off with a light-hearted one, mate. Here. Now this oh, is buddy. just. It's just. This is just a fun one. So it would be if you had to choose a celebrity, somebody famous, right. yes, to marry. So this isn't just a little slap and tickle fest, a little weekend in the uh, thing. This is to marry. Who would it be and why? And this is probably you know. It's, could our partners, when we answer this, start hating this person? No. No, they're cool. no. They're cool. Me and Laura have had this conversation, actually, and um, I was well impressed with her answers. She picked funny guys. Um, I'm like, well, uh, am I funny? Yeah, you're hilarious, mate. Yeah. Who was on the trampoline earlier, though? Oh, we were on the trampoline. You know, I was giggling away. Yeah, so who would, who would it be to marry? Um, and why, though? 
<laughs> okay, so I'm I'm one of the one of the biggest reasons why um, I was kind of attracted to Laura is because of her her kind of attitude to life, her positivity, her drive to always kind of uh, do better, yeah, help other people, and um, just to kind of be the better version of herself. Mm-hmm. What can she do to be the better version of her? So immediately. I was attracted to her. I was like, she is driven. She knows exactly where she's going. And I want to be a part of that. 100%. So I'd say probably the like, going back to the famous person, I would have to do, I'd have to pick someone very similar. Um, I very much like the whole Sigourney Weaver, powerful woman, but not Sigourney Weaver at all. But Are not you Sigourney, Weaver? Sigourney Weaver. I, I'm saying Sigourney <laughs> Weaver, but I'm not saying Sigourney Weaver. Well, you're um, matter, is it you know, Charlie... Is it Charlie Stearman? Yeah. The blonde one. Yeah, the blonde one. Out of um, a couple of films. Yeah. <laughs> okay, she's, she's absolutely phenomenal. Like, that that kind of figure. I can't really pinpoint, but you know the kind of female that i So I'm, why would you pick her? Because of them reasons. Because of them reasons. Because of the reasons that I picked Laura. 100%. Okay, that's just say, yeah. That's, she, no, that's fair I mean? enough. Like, yeah. Charlie is a lovely woman. She's probably a real, got a really good personality as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's got a nice And like girl. a Scarlett Johansson kind of figure and, yeah. And anyway, yeah, definitely. So not Scarlett Johansson, Charlie's the one. Both together. You want to marry both? Both. Greedy Let's, let's match them together. <laughs> what about you? Greedy, greedy man. Right, to pick a celebrity... No, so, you know, so a lot of I didn't know that question was coming, so... Uh, no, no, you know, I, off I, off. I haven't got an answer, really, yeah, so I'm thinking about it. So, celebrities, you know, you you know, if they're marrying, you know, everyone can pick someone like, right, fancy you, done, but they could be the most miserable, horrible person going. Absolutely, You know, it's Which like... I'm, I'm massively... Like, I, I used to look at Cheryl Cole and think, wow, you are beautiful, and I found out she, you know, she was really boring. Sorry, like, Cheryl. Sorry, Cheryl. Cheryl, have you watching Twitter? <laughs> You're all right. <laughs> you're all right. You know. I'm pretty sure you're not watching. Girls of the so underground. So if I had to pick, if I had to pick, if I had to pick some of the drum girls round and round. No, that's it. That's all that's beating the drum. No, go on, mate. What? What? Who would you pick? It's. And it, why? It's a tough. It's a really tough one. There's plenty. There's yeah. There is. There's a lot of. Because uh, we don't. We don't really know know them well, do we? I'm. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I've never actually thought of this. Haven't you? No, no. Come on, you, pick you, one. You, What's off the top of your head? You got five seconds. Five, five, four, three, two, one. First thing that comes to your head. Oh, Amelia Clark. <laughs> Amelia Clark. <laughs> we knew it. Do you know why? Right. You, I, I'll tell you. I'll go for Amelia Clark. Right. Because I've watched uh, a lot of clips of outtakes Game of Thrones. So she's really funny. She's good. Like you know, my miss is really funny. She makes me laugh and things. And laughter is an important key. Absolutely. Uh, so if you can make me laugh. In general, even as friends and stuff, you're winning. There's, because, that, there's that immediate attraction. Oh, it, it, that, immediate that attraction. is one of the emotions, you know, and stuff that you, you think, you know, you, you're funny. I want to be around funny people. Yeah. So, you know, and Emily Clark, she's, she's pretty. She is pretty. Yeah. You know, she's the, she, she's like the girl next door sort of pretty But as she's well. intelligent. She's, she's smart. Yeah, she's smart and she's fun. She's and she's quite down to earth as well because, you, you know, there's a lot of things that she posts about life stuff. Uh, and you know, changing people and yeah. um, for the better. Um, so it's not just eye candy, even though 
you know, people associate me with Oh, she's you know, oh, she's the one in Game of Thrones. How with do the you dragons, feel? How do you dragons. feel about everybody seeing? She, everyone's seen her naked. So how would you feel about that? That doesn't bother me. Share, okay, you know, share the love in it. Dirty, it's fine. Ah, I'm not one of them. You don't need, you know, you don't need yeah. to hide your partner. It's like with Rachel, you know, she'll she'll do things. She'll probably kill me for this, but she'll be trying. Rachel will be trying on a dress, and she'll go, "Oh, isn't this a bit booby?" And I'm like, "Damn right, it's booby. Get them down." So you can see, you know, she's like, "Oh no, but but you know, is it not, <laughs> does it bother you that?" And I'm like, "No, you know, you're with me." And stuff, and you know, it, it's you look attractive like this, so yeah. I'm not gonna, you know, hide you away. Absolutely. There's a lot of people who do that. I, she I'm clearly wanted to wear that dress. So you, as a partner, as a husband, should be encouraging her to feel comfortable. Yeah, if I'm not saying go and put a different top on. If she Why? feels comfortable in that dress, or he feels comfortable in that suit and shirt and tie, let them, do, let them and encourage it and yeah. see that enthusiasm in them. Yeah. And I think that's to wrap it up. Because we are on nearly 45 minutes now. This thanks, is the longest podcast Thanks for sticking going. with us. Yeah. Um, but I think in a relationship, you have to... You have to want to be with that person. You know, if, it, if it's starting to go stale, you are a part of that responsibility of it going stale. Of course you are. You can't just point the finger and say, right, she or he, uh, you know, they're not trying, they're not doing this. Is it? Mm. If, so, if you think that your partner's not trying, tell them. Tell them because it, it, and as well you need to you need to be like hang on a minute before I mention that am I trying yeah because yeah. if you are enthusiastic about a certain activity or you want to talk about a subject or you want to try something new in the kitchen or depends what you want to do in the kitchen Not but anyway cooking. but get hold of men get hold of your nads. <laughs> Take responsibility of, hang on, what do I want in life? Because not only is that attractive to your woman, you will get such a confidence boost and such a kick out of, you know, introducing something into the family or introducing something into that relationship where they want to be a part of it. Your relationship's equal. For example, me and Andy, we don't speak for maybe six, five months while I was on a cruise ship. Am I going to kick and scream because I haven't heard from him? No. Do you know what I'm no. going to do? Pick up the phone, call him. Hey, pal. Hey, dickhead. How are you doing? <laughs> because yeah. I want to speak to him. I'm not going to kick and scream because I haven't heard from someone in, you know, a couple of months or yeah. whatever. It's about, do you know what? Take responsibility of, if you're blaming someone for, do you know what? You're the reason why it's stale. Yeah. Well, hang on. One, you've allowed that. Yeah. Or you've, you know, because you, you, it is 50-50. Absolutely. You're both, to, you know, yeah. you, with things like that, you've got you've, you've to look at yourself and think, right, okay, is there something more I could do and stuff? Pointing the finger's easy because it's taking the blame from you, you know. Yeah. Uh, talk, we mentioned it before, talk to each other, smash it out, make sure, I mean, one of the things that me and Rachel always agreed on and it works um, is if you have an argument, don't sleep on, uh, don't go to bed without fixing it or mm. attempting to fix it you know there's so many scenarios where someone's like you're a dickhead you're a bitch you've done this you've done this you know what I mean you've done blah, blah. and then you you, you you go apart you lie down someone's on the couch someone's upstairs you start mulling over it you talk to your friends about it your friends normally pick your side because they've only heard your side anyway um, and it escalates and escalates and escalates if you have a problem wrap it up in that night 
no matter what, just you, no matter what the problem is, no matter if you've got to talk for an hour or three, it doesn't matter, get it done and you feel a lot better. And because you love each other anyway, you will get through it and it will end on a positive. No matter how negative the, the actions have been, you can get it to that positive. Absolutely. And probably, you know, eight out of ten, them moments have probably started from something very small. Yeah. And it's a case of when me and Laura have had a few tiffs, we, we take a step out for a second and be like, hang on, why have we gone to argue about that when it started from here? Yeah, you it go around the world so to make it worse, don't you? And you've just gone completely around in circles and it's just a case of take a breather, sit down and be like, do, do you know what, let's fix this. We're together forever. We're married. We're together. Whatever your situation is, you owe it to yourself and you owe it to that other person because you've committed yourself to them yeah. to sit down and communicate, talk to each other because when you're on the other side of that, you think you're invincible. You think, how much better do we feel for yeah. sitting down and discussing this together? Well, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. It's part I've, of the journey, isn't it? I want, to, I want to share like what I'm feeling right now and uh, my relationship is with Laura. I've never been with someone so enthusiastic about my stories about my my path Laura's got her path I've got mine if she's happy and I'm happy doing the things we love isn't that going to make us happier together of course it is absolutely 100% of course it is so she's encouraging me to she's my crazy ideas of personal training um, all these kind of ventures that I'm going in right now and she's like do it yeah too right do it. are you happy Yes, I am. Yeah. Do it. We're doing this. It's it's outrageous at times. It's crazy. Some people might think we're absolutely mental, but <laughs> yeah. I don't care. We're trying to spread positivity, and I'm loving meeting up with this guy and having conversations. This woman is literally just doing this and going, do it. Do it, yeah. Do it. I cannot encourage you more to go and follow what you love, and I'm 100% with her. Go and follow it. I'm actually I'm pushing her to do it further. I'm like, look. You want to work with kids. You want to work with animals. You want to do occupational therapy. Do it. You're a phenomenal person that should be helping other people, sharing that love for the smallest little things like a rabbit, some flowers, and just spreading that amongst other people is is phenomenal. And if you can do that as a profession, you're going to be happy. You're not going to work a day in your life. Never. So encourage each other to try these new things to follow your own path and not be dictated by that other person. I'm not going to let him dictate me and say, Andy, you know, you know this, this knobhead, you should be doing this. Well, if I don't want to do it, then he should respect that and your partner should respect that and be encouraging you to do what you want to do. I fully agree, fully agree. It's you, you one unit, you're two, you're two people, as long as you can respect that you're two, two people in one relationship, then you're gonna, you, you'll go far. Absolutely. You know, if you, if you start if you start stopping people from doing what they want to do, they will resent you. Yeah. It, it, it's a it's a fact. You and you'll I mean? feel that you'll feel that in the relationship. Yeah. And that's when I mean, it's stagnant, and you have to you have to chat to each other. And there's like, advice you can give. Yeah. And if you think somebody's going down the wrong path or something like, that, you can you can advise them. But you, you think if you tell them what to do, you will end up resenting them, especially if they're trying to chase a dream. You know what I mean? Because all dreams are achievable, aren't they? So. Um, step into that unknown let them try go into that area of I'm scared because I'm doing that on a daily basis I'm scared every day I'm frightened to kind of venture into these new projects but I have someone behind me that's just encouraging me every single day to push 
to push further. I'm just thinking to if you jump did, in. If you didn't have that. Let's say you had a partner who was always like, "Well, what about me? You do this for me, 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 me." You will think, "Hold on a minute, how selfish are you becoming?" Yeah. So you've got to respect your partner because I, you know, I, I have the freedom to do what I want to do. You know what I mean, Rachel? We've always been like this. We don't, we don't say, "Right, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't go out on a Friday night." When you know, we we do it. She'll go right. I'm going out, and I'll be like, "You know what? I have a fucking great time. Just make sure you're safe." Not. Text me, text, me, text me every half an hour. No, but the, because Away. there's that trust as well. Well, of course it is. It's part yeah, of going back to trust, trust yeah. You have a child together, you have this beautiful home together, and it's just like... Look, I've, I've always said with, with the trust thing, it's down to... I, I just say, right, I'll trust you 100%. It's up to you to fuck the relationship yeah. up, and it's up to me to fuck it up. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? If you're in a good one, why fuck it up? It's simple as that. Why, why, why mess, mess around with something good? Because you look back and you look back in regret. Yeah. Especially if you mess it up. Well, me and Laura have a difficult situation where we are separate. She lives in New York. I live in England right now. We're in transition off cruise ships to try and be together and sort visas out and things like that. But we want to be together. That comes down to it. This separation is killing us. But because we're so busy on our individual lives right now to start making a base and start making a career for ourselves... It's not the fact of not missing each other because I miss her terribly every single day. And it's a case of I'm busy, I'm focused, I have someone that's behind me and that's only going to better us in the future. So yeah. 100%, let's do it. It's tough, but we want to be together. So if you have that belief that you can make it together and if we can make it through this, I'm sorry, but it's going to be a breeze when we're together. And every time we meet up and every time we see each other, which is regularly... Um, it's electric Definitely. It's, it's phenomenal so stick with it communicate with each other love each other because we're here once we didn't choose to be here I didn't choose to be born he didn't choose to be born well you might have I don't you know. know I don't think I had that option no he's probably <laughs> working his magic but anyway we didn't choose to be here so just just what is the point of stressing over unnecessary things love each other to death just enjoy each other love each other to death enjoy each other Venture in new things. Wow. Take her for a salsa lesson next week. Take him out of shopping for some thongs. Get cheeky. Some people Going like on underwear so. shop. Sweetheart, I'm going to wear these for you later tonight. Oh! Be cheeky. We're here once. Why not be that old couple that are absolutely just oozing with passion and love for each other? Yeah. Why not? I think we I'm going to be like that. that, 100%. I think everybody wants that in time, yeah. you know. Of course well, do. You know, when you're younger, you know, some people say, like, you know, I just want a bit of fun, I want a bit... Good, have a bit of fun. Go and enjoy yourself, you know. But you can also have that fun with a partner. Yeah. Just the same, you know what I mean? And if and you want that, do it. Introduce yeah. it to that person. And if, they, if they're if they the, you know, if they're the ones who are restricting you and stopping you and you know something's wrong, sort it out, attempt to sort it out. If it fails, you may have to part. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you will find that one person, um, you know, and this is to, like, single people who are, who are listening, and, you know, I'm pretty sure you, you're probably looking for love and stuff. You will find it. There are people, combat, they will appreciate you for what you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're the ones you want to get hold of. They can make you laugh. They can make you cry in a good way. You know what I mean? It's They're the ones, trust, we've said this, trust, communication, love, f- humour. And I think you've got everything there. Then absolutely, not about it's not about money. It's you know it's not about things like that. Um, obviously, money's money's fun. You can do a lot of things with money, but um, you can't beat affection. 
and love and stuff like that. Absolutely so not. we're going to have to end it here now because we're 55 minutes in. We normally do our podcasts at, what, around 30 minutes. If you're still with us, this is crazy. thanks. Yeah, thank it's, you very much. Thank you so much. It's been... Been a great podcast, actually. It's been it's been an eye opener for both of us. Yeah, to realise certain things about our lives, and we had this discussion before of, you know, what we're we're kind of we're, we're talking about touchy subjects, and um, it's nice to open up and vent, and for you guys to relate and understand who we are and where we come from, yeah, and uh, and really kind of look at things in perspective of in our own lives. We're we're far from perfect. We're we're no experts in this at all, but we want to basically share our experiences and what we've learned throughout the years of being best mates and uh, and being with the loved ones that we're with. Yeah. You know? For you guys as well, um, if you've listened through the whole... Even if you just listened to segments of it, just, just leave us a couple of comments or something about what you think. You know, just about what you've learned from yeah. what, we've, what we've said or if you think we're wrong on some stuff, if we're right, whatever. Just let us know. Just so we, we can get other views as well you know just throw in some feedback we'd love a bit of feedback absolutely we? even if you just if you don't want to make it public guys on the page throw us a message in our inbox, in inbox yeah. email us at chimwagchaps at gmail.com you can easily just reach out to us and uh, tell us your story what's your relationships been like um, do you agree with us do you disagree yeah you know we're not saying we're right we're not saying we're wrong um, it's our it's experiences our, our views, isn't it? and what we've, what we've done and what we're doing absolutely so yeah. thanks very much for all your support uh, we really appreciate it spread the love spread it around and um, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll continue with these podcasts every single week that's right we'll be back live on the Wednesday yep every um, Wednesday we're going to be live and the topic next week will be it'll be something totally different from this we have a uh, second guest on we have uh, we're yeah. going keep to keep it a surprise until uh, early doors next week Okay, so we have our second guest. We also have maybe a, um, a surprise for you guys for next week as well. So stay tuned, share this, like it, give us some comments, and uh, thanks once again. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Good night. Bye-bye. Take care.